action. How are you? I'm good. I don't know why I'm a little nervous this morning to do the podcast for some reason. I like the uh, fancy smancy shirt you my, got going my on. My rental shirt? It keeps puffing up, it, making me look like I'm pregnant. I'm not. <laughs> I am not I will, div- I will divorce you. If you're... <laughs> If you're pregnant, I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. Um, Why does it feel like forever since we've done a podcast? Does it feel that way to you? It does feel like forever. Like that's why I was like, I was like, um, I'm a little nervous. When was the last time we did this? It feels like a long time. Well, let, let's just get the business out of the way right away because it's top of mind, right? Okay. Aztec Chevrolet. Love those guys. Thank you so much. Um, we had a, a couple from Cal Allen who watches the podcast uh-huh. who went in and bought a truck. And he was like, hey, man, he was also 20 years in the Navy. So thank you for your service, my friend. Uh, and it was Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Clinton with a K. So thank you guys for supporting oh, us. Thank you. Support That's it, awesome. Support the people that support us. Thank you so much. Um, that helps us. So thank you so much. Yes. And a big shout out to the seniors of 1995, the Kalalan Wildcats. Um, yes. <laughs> a Wildcat. A GP well, Wildcat. I, I said that Kalalan because Wildcat. they got beat by GP and Travis Bush that year. So. For um, people who don't know, Cal Allen and Gregory Portland, where Steve and I went to high school, are like arch rivals. The big rivals. But, yes. you know, it, it, it's always been in fun, right? Yeah, it's never yeah, been, yeah. you know, even though we had a Royal Rumble back in the day. A and, and Royal Rumble? It was a Royal Rumble, dude, in the in the cornfield. But uh, that's a, that's for another podcast. Um, but thank you for supporting Aztec Chevrolet. And, and of course, thank you, Aztec Chevrolet, for, for always, always being such a fantastic um, partner. I'm excited, like... I wanted to get that out of the way because uh-huh. I'm really excited about this episode. Yeah. Well, you, you know, we, we had such an amazing Father's Day weekend. And as you know, me and you could not sleep last night. No. I think maybe that's what we, it is. I'm still like, I'm still unsettled and I can't sleep and I probably had too much caffeine. <laughs> I'm probably going to talk too fast and too loud. Well, you know, Renee and I have sacrificed and, and anyway, let's not talk about that because I don't want people... <laughs> I don't want people to go, oh my God, here they go again. Um, we, we are um, excited. I'm excited because um, several years ago, I got invited to host an event yes. on Loretta Lynn's ranch. Uh-huh. Okay. The coal miner's daughter. Yes. And it was for me, super emotional because there's a movie called Coal Miner's Daughter. Yes. And I would wear that movie out. It was like, it's one of your favorites. You know it by heart. I know it by heart. When I was a kid, um, me and Kimberly, my cousin, Uh we would watch that movie constantly. And let me tell you why it meant so much to me. Because I had big dreams to becoming a comedian. I had big dreams of of doing Mm stand-up for a living and being in this business. Right. And as a kid, coming from where I came from, which was... Mm -hmm podunk right which was gregory portland which was you know the kind of place where we would ride our go-karts to sunday school yeah that's the kind of place that i grew up in zero cops you know farmers um pipe fitters welders refinery workers very humble upbringing Uh, very humble upbringing and and to see the loretta lynn story to see this girl that came from nothing yeah rise to basically the queen of country music right yeah um a country music icon i just it was it was that movie was so motivational to me as a kid inspiring and it was very inspiring and i would watch it over and over and over and over again right 
Um, and, 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 you know, even now there's elements of, of, wow, somehow her and Mooney do little Leon, uh-huh. um, they made it and, and they were able to, they started a family from that sacrificed and started a career. I mean, just know. looking at our life and life on the road with two kids here, she's the mom on the road, and she had one, two, three, and then twins at the end. Doesn't she have f- five children? Five or six, yeah. Um, I can't imagine. So I get invited to host this event on Little Red Lynn's Ranch, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I am nervous about it. I'm, uh-huh. And I'm very, very excited about it because that ranch is in the movie. Yes, her plantation home. They actually, I mean, I can talk about that too because I did We're the gonna home tour. We're going to get into that. We're going to get um, into that. The plantation home that you see in the movie is on the ranch yes. and is like a tour. It's part of her museum. And, and so I get invited and it turns out that not only, not only am I in love with the story, I get to the ranch. It's one of the most beautiful places in America. It's, it's gorgeous. It it's is, breathtaking. It is quaint and... It's funny that you call it quaint because it does feel so hometown, but it's vast. It's huge, right? She owns a lot of land. She owns a town. She basically owns the town of Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. Tennessee. Next to her gift shop is the one post office. Yes, (laughs) she owns the post office. Um, and, And so when I get there and all of a sudden I'm being introduced to the ranch manager who is a young kid. Right, and he's not a young kid, but he's, he looks young too. Yeah. He's he's very um, young looking, and that's Loretta's grandson. Mm-hmm. And then I find out that all the family lives on the ranch, and they are salt of the earth. Yeah. And then me and Anthony, we hit it off like crazy, right? Me and Anthony we have we have laughs together. Her that, grandson. Her grandson. Yeah. And then before you know it, she's like, "Well, meet Taylor." Right. Taylor's Taylor Lynn. And, and uh-huh. you know, she sings and she's talented. And and right. And and I start meeting all these people that are all family. I'm like, oh, my God, now I'm getting to know Loretta Lynn's family. The Lynn's. Right. And then Anthony's mom is the patriarch uh-huh. of the family. I get to meet her and, and they start treating me uh, like amazingly well. So that Sunday. Oh, by the way, you and Garrett come with. Uh huh. You and Garrett come with on this trip, which was about three years ago. So Garrett was like three. Garrett had just turned three. He was, but yeah, he's like, yeah, he was little. He had just turned three and the ranch is gorgeous and they're treating us like family. So they go, Hey, Sunday, um, Meemaw, they all call her Meemaw, uh-huh. right? Like Meemaw going to sing. And I'm like, Oh my God. I know, how like, crazy that Loretta Lynn is Meemaw. Yeah. And I'm hosting this event. That I'm already thinking, oh my God, I'm on, first of all, I'm on her ranch. I'm on her stage. I'm going to bring her up. Right. Like, this is amazing. So Meemaw comes in and... You don't get to call her Meemaw? Well, Loretta, <laughs> Meemaw. She comes in and the energy of the place changes. Well, for sure. Remember, there was like this feeling of like, Loretta's coming. Like yeah. everybody. And then, and then she has like these bodyguards and handlers and, and right. And, and I go to Anthony and I go, I go, man, if I could meet her like that would, I mean, it would, I mean, it, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I've only been. You're speechless right now. Yes, just talking about Cause it. I'm trying to explain that, that I have never been afraid of things and, and things I, I see people that it changes their body. 
Uh-huh. Right. And there's only two times where I'm going, something's happening to my body. Right. You feel the, you feel your emotions physically. Yes. Yeah. And, and there was only two times in my life. Uh, one was when I proposed to you. Uh-huh. Right. Where I was like, oh my God, why am I, I can't control this <laughs> feeling of, of nervous, nervousness and excitement and uh-huh. like almost being starstruck. Right. Where I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I'm about to propose to this woman. And then meeting Loretta. Yeah. And as you know, and, and not to brag, but I know a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Right. I know celebrities who know me by name. Like not, I don't, I could give a shit about when I meet them. Yeah. They're just people to me. Right. They go, Anthony comes to me and he says, Hey, I'm going to find time for you and Renee and Garrett to meet Loretta, Mima. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I go, Anthony, we don't need a lot of time. Like if I could just write and we walk in and, and there's nobody else in there. It's Anthony's mom uh-huh. and us. It's, and the, the two of the sisters, right? Two of the sisters. Yeah, two of the kids. And us. And Loretta grabs Garrett. And falls in love with him. Yes. And she's kissing him on the lips. She plants a big old kiss and, on him. And she's like, this, you know, tell me about your But she's so spunky oh. and making jokes and like just full of personality. Telling us stories about Doolittle. And, and I mean, I She am, wanted to keep talking. Well, that was the thing, right? People were like, okay. And then Loretta was like, no, I'm talking to the Trevinos. <laughs> right? And, and she's just hugging. She won't let... Garrett go and she's telling us stories of oh yeah do little land he was the honky tonker <laughs> which is old fashioned for he went to the bars without me right yeah. um, but I just had this moment of like wow I'm watching this movie as a kid yeah. I'm inspired by this person Yeah, this person has made me feel like I should go for it and now I'm on her ranch in her dressing room and she's hugging on my son and we'll send that picture to Rick. Yeah. Cause you have it. Uh-huh, I have it. Um, and, and it was just a, a, a great feeling. And, and because Anthony and I and Donnie, mm-hmm. um, we hit it off so well, then Anthony meets us out places. Right. Right. Like I'm always like, we I'm saw a- one time we were passing through Nashville. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I gotta get you off the ranch, dude. Mm-hmm. Like come to Vegas. Right. And he'll come and, and, yeah. you know, he's a motocross guy. So is Donnie um, Sosa. And we, we just hit it off. So throughout the years, we would talk and chat and, and catch up outside of the ranch. And Anthony calls me up and, and he goes, hey, man, I have this event coming up. And I'd like, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. And he's like, well, I was thinking, yes, 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 yes. Right. He's like, it's Father's Day weekend. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. He's like, I don't have a lot of money. I don't care. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Like, like I want to be on the ranch, you know. So this weekend was just an awesome weekend again. And yeah. Anthony and I had so many laughs. And he, he it's such a, so is he such an interesting guy? I just, you know what, when I, because I did the museum tour and I her, you have not watched that museum, but the museum is huge. No, I've been in there. Oh, you have? And yeah. all the memorabilia. I mean, her tour bus well, is that- parked inside the museum, and you can walk through her tour bus, like, all still set up with some of her costumes, and, like, it's crazy. And and her home is like a dollhouse. Well, she like, has a whole, there's a whole Yes, but her home section. feels yeah. unreal. You are literally walking back in time. And I mean, like, nothing has moved. Her bedroom, the way you see it in the movie, is set. Mooney shoes, his cowboy hat, yep. like 
her dining room. I think for a while she did Crisco commercials. And so they built on an extension to the uh, plantation home of the kitchen was that was like a set <coughs> kitchen specifically for her Crisco commercials. And that's like still set there as it was. Yeah, it's like, a, I mean, it's it's amazing. And, and it's a Jeep event and it's called Trail Jam. I don't know what to expect, right? Yeah. I want to be on the ranch. I'm happy to work for Anthony, right? Um, which by the way, that's why I'm having a little trouble with my voice because this weekend I was hosting and I was on a microphone from 11 a.m. till uh, midnight. Yeah. Hosting different events. So I didn't know what to expect. And it's a Jeep event. And I'm like, what the, what the, what the, what the fuck is this Jeep thing? Yeah. Like, I know Jeep people are nuts. No, it's like right? a lifestyle. Oh, no, it's definitely a lifestyle, right? Yeah. But it was one of the best events. If you own a Jeep, mm-hmm. you have to go to Trail Jam. You have to, because, you know, a lot of people buy Jeeps. They never take them off road. He's got seven miles running through the ranch of off-road tracks for you to, to take your Jeep on. Like they bring in dirt, right? And do oh, like they big do. old mounds and like. Oh my God. And then, so some of them are mud, mud trails. Some of them are uh, mountain climbing trails. Some of them, and they, they give you different, like one, two, and three difficulty, right? Uh-huh. Which, by the way, uh, Jeff Steele and, and Don come and Jeff rents a, a Gladiator Jeep. Uh-huh, the truck. The truck, uh-huh. right? And I told him to. I go, dude, get the insurance. <laughs> right? You're going off road, dude. Right? Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But if you're a Jeep person. Yeah. And, and by the way, very family friendly. The, ra- the ranch in general is there's like multiple playgrounds on the property. There's a there's swimming, a swimming pool, pool, right? There's yeah. a creek that you can swim in yes. and fish in. Um, but if you're a Jeep, and what was crazy was they had a, over a thousand Jeeps there. 95% of them were from Tennessee. Yeah. And yeah, I'm it's like, mostly local people like Tennessee and Kentucky. Right. And-, uh, um, and I'm like, man, you know, there's got to be a way to let people, other Jeep people know, you know, hey man, come visit Nashville. Yeah. And then come do this Jeep event. Um, come do this Jeep event uh-huh. with on Loretta's Ranch. See, and by the way, so many activities, <coughs> so many activities were going on. Um, I got to pee. Talk real quick. <laughs> I've been drinking so much water and coffee. Um, no, but there's tons of activities. Um, I don't want to tell the fun one. I'll wait for you for that story. But um, they have vendors there. They sell stuff to like amp up your Jeep. Um, and I didn't get to do a ton of the events cause it was so stinking hot. Delilah was like wearing her in the baby backpack and she was just melting. You could see her. She was like melting. So we spent time, um, inside in the museum and the plantation home. What was really cool and kind of spooky is, um, it apparently makes the list when I posted about it on my Instagram stories, a lot of people told me that it's haunted. So I asked the tour guide and he was like, oh yeah, this plantation home is like one of the top five all time haunted plantations. Who, Loretta's? Yeah. It, it, like, I guess there's like a list of most haunted old homes and, and hers, hers is one of them makes the, makes the top five. Yeah, they it say is. There's like, I think they say there's like a civil war soldier that they think haunts the place. And I forget what else. There's like a couple of ghosts, but the tour guides don't go past the, th- like the third or fourth step because they say right. when you start to go up the steps, several people have felt like someone pushing them down the steps. Oh, geez, Louise. We're going <laughs> to. We're going to have to send Rick and his team over there. I to, forget what they said, to but they were like, <laughs> Loretta said the ghost, she was never, she was never 
stirred at all by the house being haunted. Well, who's going to mess with Loretta? Nobody. <laughs> um, but what was crazy was it was, uh, you know, every every few hours. Uh, hang on, it's Mother and I want to make sure she's okay. Yeah. Hello. I'm good. I'm I'm podcasting. Are you okay? Yes, I sent them. Okay, love you. Bye. But it, the, the way that they set up this thing, so not only are you able to, once the trails open, you're able to hit the trails, which by the way, uh, Jeff and dad, because dad went, uh-huh. they, they got, they were on trails for two hours. I didn't realize they were two hours so long. of being on trails yeah right like that's awesome but then throughout the day there is you know a competition to see who can drive up the hill Uh and i'm talking about this like a hill like crazy steep yeah and these jeeps are freaking flying up it and i'm hosting that and i'm talking shit and i'm having fun with the the crowd and then they have an obstacle course and then they've got a mud bog where these jeeps are flying through the mud and then i get everybody to cannonball into the mud Right. I'm like, if your Jeep doesn't make it through, uh-huh. you have to get on your hood while Anthony's towing you out and you got to do a cannonball. <laughs> right. So anytime somebody would get stuck, it was like cannonball, like all the crowd. Um, but it, it was just a, a really, um, you know, special thing um, for me. Yeah. Because just to be friends with those guys and, and, and then also also to find out that they are exactly what I hoped that they would be. Yeah. Right. Down to earth. I mean, you want to talk about their country people. Right. You know, and the Loretta estate is worth almost a hundred million dollars. Well, that's what I kept thinking is I'm like walking through this museum and this home and you see all of the people like enjoying it and loving it and people traveling, you know, from, from places to tour her, her home. What a weight on Anthony's shoulders. Well, yeah, because to, uh, to be the young man, the young guy that he is. And it's like. To keep this going, you know, it's like well, a working dude ranch, but to, no, keep, it's a it, real to ranch. keep it going, and but also to keep her leg, like the legacy of an icon to keep it going. That's a lot of pressure. You, you, you got to keep her legacy going. And then you also have to make sure that the ranch is making money. Sure. Right. So Anthony it's manages the entire ranch. They lease for farming. They lease for cows. They, I mean, just the stuff that he was dealing with that weekend. <laughs> Was I mean, because I have a radio <laughs> right. so they can get a hold of me because there's yeah. zero cell service out there. I have a, a radio and I'm on the main channel, right? So uh-huh. they can call me and say, hey, we need you here. We need you there. So I'm listening to everything. Every minute it's Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. We got a, we got a, a water line busted. Anthony, there's a Jeep stuck on trail number six. Can you send somebody up? Anthony, there, people are complaining because they can't eat. It smells so bad. There's a dead cow in a pasture somewhere. Like, I mean, just the shit <laughs> that he was doing. I can't dealing remember. With. There was all kinds of other stuff that happened too, besides the stinky dead cow that no one could ver- carcass that no one could find. Nobody could find it. And I mean, it's just, you know, the responsibility that he has to, to run this ranch. And, and you know, I, I want to say it's like 5,000 acres or, or 7,000. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's crazy, you know. And, and Loretta herself told me, she was like, oh, do little with just buy up land. You yeah. know, an, another ranch would come up for sale and do little. That's would, what the tour guide said. He yep. just kept buying more. Do do little would just buy more, you know. So I, I, I just, I had a wonderful weekend and it was Father's Day weekend. Um, I was able to convince my dad uh-huh. and my stepmom to come. And dad had a, a awesome time, 
you know, dad was on the trails with Jeff. Uh, dad went to the concert at night, dad. Uh, and then it was cool to be me, dad and Garrett, you know, on Father's yeah. Day weekend. Right. So it was just a really, really good weekend. And dad seems to be in, in good spirits, but. I'm never driving that far again. Oh, it was our first long road trip with oh. Delilah. I'm not worried about Delilah. Like my dad and Sarah. My God. <laughs> Sarah's in the back seat running a freaking the family reunion. And just, I mean, for two hours straight. She was on the phone? On the phone. <laughs> Norma, I don't want to get involved, Norma. I'm not trying to get involved, Norma. <laughs> But Yolanda's son wants to be the DJ and he's charging us too much. <laughs> Hold on. I got, it's like she had like the so switchboard. She basically planned um, the family reunion. Yeah. And, and, but she doesn't want to get involved. Yet she's, I'm listening to her run, run everybody's shit. Yeah. Like, and then she's like, has the switchboard like the old days. Hold on, Norma. I've got Yolanda. Yolanda, you know, we don't, we're Did not going to pay. Did you crime podcast or what well, Dude, I couldn't even listen to it. No, Yolanda, we're not going to pay that much for a DJ. I don't care if it's Norma's son. Norma wants the DJ to be her son and we can't afford it. Okay, there's another DJ. Hold on. I got Michelle on the line. Michelle, I'm talking to Yolanda right now. And I'm telling you right now that why are we going to get a caterer? And I'm just like, oh, my uh, God, stop. Too funny. Meanwhile, my dad's in the front seat going, hey, when you want me to drive, I'll drive. You've been driving too long. Do you want me to drive? Dad, stop. Like, I'm good. No, pull over. If you're tired, I'm just like, oh, my God, dude, please. I thought you said the drive was easier without me. No, it, well, it was, <laughs> and it was still hard. I, I drove out there with you guys. We spent the drive up over yes. two days. And then the, the Her Majesty um, <laughs> flew out to the wedding I flew in to a California. wedding in Los Angeles, yeah. You party, dude. I, I did. I did. I only had one night, so I had to go big. You were out till three o'clock in the morning. Well, I not, hear. not out, but after the after the uh, wedding, we all went back to the hotel, and I hadn't seen it was my old college roommates, and I hadn't seen them in so long. Well, you I just I, couldn't I, stop talking. I have to tell you that. So I end up. You're you're at the wedding Sunday. Uh-huh. I get home Monday morning. You're not getting here until Monday night. Monday night. So I had Garrett and Delilah by myself with Sarah and my dad, uh-huh. right? My stepmom. On the drive home, yeah. Yes. However, by the way, like our son, dude, like we, we end up having to sleep because it's too long of a drive. Uh-huh. I have to get a hotel. There's no hotels. Yeah. I end up in a Super 8 and Garrett's in the hotel room going, dad. Oh no. This is dirty. Oh no. This isn't nice at all. And I'm like, shut up, dude. Like you little shit, right? Um, but I end up with Delilah and then Sarah's like, hey, I'll I'll have her in my room. I'm like, no, I got it. Uh-huh. I did everything by myself. I was in the hotel room with me, Delilah, and Garrett, mm-hmm. right? Sunday night. Yeah. And then um dad and Sarah leave, and I've got Delilah and Garrett pretty much all day, all night, Monday. Yeah. And I and it was it was a really interesting feeling to switch with you because this was the first time you've been with the kids without me we switched roles completely yeah you're on the road i'm at home Uh and and i just i just had a moment of i don't think you realize how lucky you are because it was it was really so nice to be with garrett and delilah and then you're calling me going oh my god i gotta get an uber and I'm going to go visit Deanna. And, well, I'm, I'm going through TSA and I'm just like, <laughs> like, I'm fucking so glad it's not me. Right. Yeah. And I'm at home. 
Yeah. With my kids. And, and it was just, it was special. And it was really, and, and, and I think that sometimes we need to switch roles to understand. Oh, right? maybe I think it's, I think it's just about balance. It's not that I don't, I don't realize how precious it is for sure. When you're on the road and it's quiet and it's just the kids and I, and I get to see Garrett playing with Delilah, you know, um, I, I love that. My heart is so full. Um, it's just balance. Well, and it just, it was one of those things too, where I was like, man, like, you know, this is, you know, this is awesome. Yeah. Right. And this is really cool. Yeah. You know, um, and I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed being with Garrett and Delilah. I put them both down to bed, but the whole time I'm like, this isn't that hard. <laughs> I like, I don't know why, you know, Renee's always, oh my God. And you don't no, know how hard it is. And, no. and I'm like, this was this wasn't hard at all. No, no, it's not that it's hard. It's just, again, the balance, finding the time to exercise because I'm trying to lose the baby weight and then just trying to find a little time for myself too. I found a little time for myself. You did? Yeah, absolutely. When? Well, I needed to get an IV so that I can get my voice back. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, Betty, handle the kids. I'll so be back. So you weren't by yourself. See, you had, beh- you had behind the scenes Betty. Well, so do you. That's my point. <laughs> It was nice, and and yeah. I, I really and, and Delilah's just been so great, right? And 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 amazingly, um, <clears throat> becoming a really good baby. She's just not. She's not like a road warrior like Garrett was, I, in the sense that like she's not a car sleeper. Like Garrett, we would put him in the car seat, and he was out, and he would stay out for a long time, like practically till we got wherever we were going. Well, no, Del- I mean Delilah yeah. did great though. I mean, we drove fourteen hours. It's a long time to be in a car seat, but I mean, yes. she'll, she won't nap longer cause she's in the car like Garrett would. But it was nice. It was nice to be with, um, my kids. Yeah. Um, is everything okay? I have a text message too. Do I need to read it? Nope. Um, but it's, it's, it was, it was a wonderful weekend. Yeah. At Loretta's. It was awesome for me to, to be in your shoes and for me to actually experience. So now I can be like, stop. Stop. <laughs> it was it was awesome and it was great um but we uh on a personal note yes do we want to talk about what happened in shreveport no i don't want to talk about it i do not want to talk about it why are you looking at me like that you asked me if i wanted to talk about it and i just said no and you're staring at me well okay we won't talk about it but i can't bring it up and then people go well what the hell i thought they share stuff with us um, Renee took off her wedding ring and her earrings. <laughs> Remember the mo- Mother's Day earrings and the wedding ring and left them behind in the hotel and they have now been stolen. So we're very, very sad about it. I'm really sad about it. That's why I didn't want to talk about it. And you just said, are we going to talk about it? And I said, no, you talked about it anyway. This is like your jokes on stage. No, I look, I, <laughs> People I, are always uh, like, does Steve ask you before he tells a joke on stage? I, no, no, he does not. No, he just I, does it. I, like I, I genuinely feel <laughs> that people are inherently good. Like, yeah. I believe that. In my heart of hearts, yeah. I believe that people are inherently good. Yeah. Right? That they're just, people are good people. And I think that most people do the right thing. Yeah. And it really makes me sad when you know you left them there. Yeah. We call the front desk. Nobody turned them in. And it just makes me sad to think. Well, and then the other thing for me is, 
how do they sleep at night? Knowing, like, if I found that, I know how important that is to somebody. Yeah. Right? And whether it's whether it's a, a million-dollar ring or a $5 wedding ring, it doesn't matter, and right? It's, it's, it's somebody's yeah. wedding ring. That That is the ring that I took a knee and handed to you. That you just talked about shaking, right? proposing to me. Now I'm going to cry. Right? And, yeah. and, and for somebody to physically be able to to handle that. Yeah. And and I I assure you that they walked into a pawn shop. I was going to say that's my next step is to call every pawn shop in the area and send a I I don't have an actual photo but, but describe my jewelry and see if they've got it. And the sad part is there's nothing we can do. Yeah. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. But it just makes me so sad that there are people out there that are okay with this. That that can live on you know, knowing that they stole something that's very valuable to somebody, Aww. you know, and, and it's not about the diamond in the ring. Yeah. Right. As a matter of fact, you know, that, that ring is very humble. Yeah. It's what I could afford. Yeah. And me and you have had the conversation of, Hey, you know, do we want to upgrade and that said, ring? No, and you keep saying, no, this is my ring, with. right? Yeah. This is, this yeah. is the ring that you proposed to me with. So we've always stayed with that ring because it yeah. meant so much to us. And, the fact that somebody, somebody can, can knowingly take this, yeah, right, is is so heartbreaking to me. For me, it's it's just it's the most frustrating thing is that I can't do anything about it. Humanity really wise, it makes me sad. Humanity wise, yeah, right. That that because for the most part we have been very lucky, right? Yeah. We we've been very lucky when Renee leaves her phone in a restaurant. <laughs> <clears throat> when Renee forgets her jewelry, we, this has happened before where we've been able to call and they go, yes, we have it. And we're like, Oh my God, thank God. Yeah. Right. But this time it didn't happen. My luck is out. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I, I, I truly believe like, you know, we live in a, a, a world where, you know, there's so much negativity out there. And I, I truly believe that people are good yeah. and, and people want to help. You know, we, we, we have a friend, uh, a high school friend of mine mm -hmm. who is having some serious heart issues, you know, and that's one of the things that I love about the Gregory Portland community is, is throughout the years when somebody has an issue, right. Mm -hmm. And especially when they can't control. Right. Right. And something sudden and something that, you know, things like cancer or a car wreck or, you know, yeah. where the community gets together and says, all right, well, let's take care of this person. Right. Let's take care of this family. I mean, I have raised, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in that community for specific families. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, Toby, for example, very good friend of mine, you know, we grew up together, we played ball together. We, we towel wrestled together. Towel uh, wrestled. Yeah. It's called towel wrestling. <laughs> we had, we had competition day in football and you have to fight over a towel to see who wins. Uh -huh. And I gave Toby a concussion. That's a true story. Oh. And, um, but you know, we're very close and, and Toby finds himself needing a heart transplant out of nowhere young, healthy guy. And then the community calls, Yeah, Steve, can we do something? What can we do? Can we raise money to help his family? His, his heart transplant's going to be, you know, a million dollars plus, yeah. you know, what can we do? And of course I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And then you see all these people come out to help somebody, you know, yeah. and, and do the right thing. And yeah. when, when I, when, I, when we leave this ring and, and earrings behind in our room, Right. It's not like you dropped, they fell out of your ear uh, on the hotel floor. Right. You left them on the counter in your room. They know it's ours. Yeah. 
and they still took it. And it just, it makes me so sad that there's somebody out there. I mean, I'm the, I, I get so uncomfortable. Oh baby. But I think it's like, it's like internet trolls, right? Like people. Scammers. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't know how they live behind the screen. It's the same thing. It's like, they, they don't, there's no, there's no human connection, right? Like they never interacted with us. They never saw us like. They don't know the person that's staying in that room when they go in there. But, but it's like, like like my dad, you know, he's talking to me. He goes, oh, man, you know, they want to talk to me about solar panels. Right. And I call them and they're like, oh, yeah, we need your dad to sign off. We've sold him thirty eight thousand dollars worth of solar. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, no. Or the one on the way to Tennessee. There was yeah. a scam and they were scamming on vets. But this solar panel guy is talking to me and I'm like, how do you sleep at night? Knowing that my dad is in his 70s and you're giving him a 20-year note on solar panels that he doesn't need and you're, you're trying to sell my dad on this? Like, yeah. that, that you're a shitty person. <laughs> you're an asshole, yeah. man. You know, and these guys out of San Antonio, Texas are sitting here telling me, well, no. So then I start reading their Yelp reviews and they're like, scammed my grandparents. Scram. Oh. And I'm just like, how do you live? How do you go to bed at night? How do you sleep at night taking advantage of other people? I get an extra $5 change. I got to go back. Yeah. I'm not walking out of that store with that $5 because I'm all I'm thinking about is when that person, because I know this. When they cash out. When they cash out, they're responsible for that $5. Yeah. So essentially, I'm stealing from that person. I'm not going to walk out with it. Yeah. You know, I, I remember when I found like $5,000 at Dodger Stadium. I don't remember this story. Yes. I sat down to take a shit and <laughs> somebody had, had put their wallet. Um, it wasn't a wallet. It was like a bank envelope on the toilet paper. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, Oh my God. Right. So then I go talk to security. Well, that's the scary thing too. Right. Is then like when you turn it, how do you, how do you know that it's actually going to find the person that it well, this was years to? ago. So I'm talking to security and they're like, Oh sir, we'll just take it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I go, how do I know that it's going to be accounted for? Like, shouldn't I fill out paperwork? Is, you know, right. is there, and they're like, no, no, we'll just take it. Right. And I'm like, no, no, no. Can I talk to your manager? And they're like, well, sir, you know, we'll, we'll just take it to lost and found. I'm like, no, I need it. So finally, while I'm talking, this, this older couple comes running up and they're like, do you have my money? I'm like, yes, it's right here. And they're like, oh my, he goes, oh my God, I left it in the the restroom, it fell out of my pants. And I, he goes, that's all the money we have. Oh. Right. But had I not waited there, yeah, who knows what have that would have yeah. done to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that person, you know, and, and the fact that people took your earrings, took your wedding ring, didn't turn it in. You know what, man? Karma's a motherfucker. <laughs> it is. I believe in karma. I, I know, believe I in God. I believe. You're really lucky. Yep. <laughs> You're very lucky, so I, I know you believe I, I believe if you put good out in the world, that you get good back. Yeah. Right? You put bad out into the world, you're going to get bad back. Yeah. You know? Um, with that being said, old salt coffee, that's a good transition. Yeah. <laughs> um, old salt coffee. Um, Trevino 10 Trevino is the 10. code, is the discount yes. code. Trevino 10. Now, I, I have to talk about this for a second because... Let me find them. It's been a whole thing. Um, huh. It, it, so there is this um, um, mom 
Read that. What is what is her handle? She is Mombitious Canada. Mombitious Canada. Mombitious.Canada. And, and and she does some really cool stuff. Uh-huh. And it really screwed up Mother's Day because she had reached out to me. And I haven't even talked to you about this. Uh-huh. <clears throat> she had re- reached out to me and she goes, I'm going to send you a box for your wife. Right? So uh-huh. that you can give it to her. And she does really cool stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, that would be great. She's like, you don't have to do anything. She's like, we just love the podcast and we want to send you something. Right? So um, you can check out her Instagram. They're out of Canada. But look at this cool box. You see that? Oh, that's awesome. Well, we never got it. Oh. So then I told her, I go, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tracking it. I can't find it. She goes, well, I'll send one for Father's Day. Well, uh, that one hasn't showed up. You're kidding. And, and I think it's because there's a customs issue uh-huh. in Canada. Um, and here I am going, I'm looking for it. We can't find it. She's like, oh, man, this makes me uh, want to cry a little bit. Oh. Uh, they have no idea what happened either. And so now we're waiting on this other box to come. But before it comes, I just want to tell you that we're so appreciative and and I'm sorry that whatever's happening isn't working out for us. But I just wanted to give her a a shout out. Check out her Instagram at Mombitious. Mombitious.Canada. Sasha's her name. Sasha Mombitious.Canada. Thank you for, for thinking of us because it's the thought that matters. Whether we got the box or not, it is the thought that matters. And the fact that that you thought of us Trevino's. Um, Thank you. Means the world to us, and I will be in in Phoenix, Arizona, Tempe, Tempe um, tonight for two shows. Uh-huh. Um, tomorrow, two shows, and then I'm back here on Sunday um, with the family. So, yeah. and then after that, it's Fourth of July weekend. Yep. Everybody have a safe safe Fourth, and then I am in McAllen, Texas, doing a benefit show, raising money uh-huh. for um, the Speedy Foundation. He is a sheriff that got um, taken in the line of duty. Uh, so I'll be out there in McAllen raising money for that good cause. So, and then Corpus is coming up. Corpus Christi. Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh. Like- I'm very excited about Pittsburgh. We have very good friends in Pittsburgh, and that's such a great town. So I'm yeah. very excited. Um, please, guys, stevetrevino.com. Follow Captain Evil at... I am Renee with an A. You know what? I took tons of video from the Loretta Lynn Ranch tour. So since we talked about it this whole episode, I'll have to like put it in my Instagram highlights or something so people can yeah, see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I posted a couple of pics, but Renee, Renee really posted some really cool stuff from... Yeah, they let me um, video quite a bit of the tour. Yeah, well, they, well, we're special. <laughs> I, don't, I think they might let everyone do it, but they let um, me. But it was it was awesome. And, and we love you guys. And... As always, thank you for for watching, and and it was funny because I'm reading the comments yesterday, and somebody's like, "Dude, you're not funny at all on the podcast." Those always crack me up. Yeah. And then he also said, "It's like you're afraid of your wife." He's like, "It's like you're." <laughs> I am. No, yeah, well, that's the the answer is yes, but but this podcast is is meant to be a insight into our lives. Yeah. And a soap opera. So. You're getting to know everybody. You're getting to know all the characters. Thank you for for following along. We love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in every week.